Conclude with the gospel reading from Luke chapter 2, verses 15 and 16. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. Thus far our reading from the word of God. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone, and thank you for joining us. You know, this is a Christmas like no other. I know you know that, too. Uh, normally, we would be sitting next to one another in a packed sanctuary. Uh, it's hard to remember, but do you remember last year when you were sitting shoulder to shoulder with other people and you were singing out with a full voice? Uh, it's different, isn't it? Well, one of the things that is different also is our definite need for light. I did an unofficial survey of the neighborhoods uh, here uh, around our church, and I can tell you that there are more light displays this year than ever before. Uh, and uh, my wife says, Luther, we need to have a great display this year. And so I went out uh, Thanksgiving weekend, and guess what? The lights were all gone. People had already bought them all. Uh, it's great to see these kinds of festive lights because we need light. And we need the hope and assurance that comes with light as it shines into the darkness to know that with God's help, things are going to get better. It's true that one of the greatest fears that people have is the fear of being in the dark. Well, it's true that one of the greatest fears that people have is being in the dark. And it's not just children, it's adults too. Think about it. The majority of the of the scariest, creepiest movies that are made take place in the dark. The dark causes people to be uneasy, uh, unsure of what is around us. Bad things happen in the dark. Maybe this wasn't true for you, but uh, remember when your parents said to you, just be careful because nothing good happens after midnight. Well, the prophet Isaiah draws us into an eerie, gloomy, frightening picture when he writes in Isaiah 60, verse 2, See, look around, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. It's like there's a, a heavy, dark blanket that covers every part of the world. A no continent, a country, village, or home escapes the darkness. Remember, even in the Christmas gospel, the angel appeared to the shepherds. And what were they doing? They were keeping watch over their flocks at night in the dark. Darkness pulls people down. And you say, well, what causes darkness? When scripture talks about darkness, it's often used to picture sin and the effects of sin, gloom, and even death. 
And sin, you know, what is it? It's, it's not only what we do wrong, but it's also what we fail to do right. Sin is not only missing the mark of what God expects in our actions, but it also happens in our attitudes, our thoughts, our words. We might think that with all of the Christmas lights blazing that we can get away from the spiritual darkness caused by sin. But scripture says that we're only deceiving ourselves if that's what we think, because sin and chaos cause darkness. Over the years, I've enjoyed so many Christmas cards that we've been graced to receive in our family. And many of these uh, Christmas cards have stage pictures of smiling families. Uh, This is my 28th Christmas here, and some of you haven't changed a bit, right? Ha! (laughs) Well, one of the realities of those Christmas card pictures is that rarely do these photos of families capture the sheer bedlam that occurs just prior to the picture. I know when we've tried uh, to get a family photo with now 14 of us in our immediate family, it's been a mess. Uh, typically, uh, one, at least one person has their eyes closed. Uh, one of the grandkids, who is old enough to know better, is sticking out his tongue. Uh, we have a grandson now that runs and hides whenever a camera comes out. And then getting those littlest ones to, to even look at a camera is a minor miracle. And then some people even try to get their pets involved at the same time. Pure chaos! <laughs> well, those families that seem to have given up and capture reality as it is instead of canned moments uh, make me smile for days. I I saw one picture of a family that were lined up and they were all going to jump for joy at the same time. Well, one of them refused to jump (laughs) and it kind of pulled down everyone else. Well, pictures rarely turn out the way you had hoped, but isn't that the way life is too? That's a result of the spiritual darkness, the Bible says, that we face as a result of sin. And none of us gets away from it. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so the darkness is real, and we know what it's like to be pulled down because of the darkness of sin. In many ways, this Christmas is no different. There are always those who feel guilty for maybe watching Christmas Eve service this evening when you haven't been in worship for a long time. Maybe the only reason you're here is because someone made you watch this service. Or there are those worshiping tonight who who really aren't sure if it's true anyway. Uh, It's nostalgic, it's nice, it's fun to sing and see the lights and so forth, but maybe you're not sure in your own mind whether this Savior stuff is really true at all. And then there are those of you this evening who can hardly sing the carols this Christmas because your heart is so heavy, because you are missing someone that you used to have sitting next to you, and they're no longer here. There is darkness tonight for the shepherds watching over their fields in the dark, for those suffering from covid For those healthcare workers and educators who have been dealing with COVID, for parents trying to cope with their kids, trying to learn something during this mess, for all those who are out of jobs, those who are isolated and lonely and hurting, those who are hungry, and most of all, there is darkness for all of us because we sin. We miss the mark of God's perfection as we live on this side of heaven. 
So when you in the, are in the dark, there's only one thing you can do. You need some light. Isaiah writes in verse 1 of chapter 60, Arise, shine, for your light has come. And sure enough, the light and the glory of God certainly shine forth on that first Christmas as the shepherds were keeping watch over their flocks. About that time, we are told that an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them. There must have been a brilliant light. No wonder they were scared to death. But the angel said, don't be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And then we are told in, in, in Luke 2, 13, that suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts, of heavenly angels, appeared with that one angel. And they were all praising God. Can you imagine the brilliant light? And saying, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. There on that first Christmas, the true God became a person, born in a lowly stable. And yes, the light of the glory of God had come. As we can recall some other times in Christ's ministry when, when that light shone forth also. Remember the, the Mount of Transfiguration. Jesus demonstrated to all three, to the three of the disciples, his divine nature and his glory as, as it says he radiated like the sun. The glory of the Lord was evident as Jesus beamed with perfection in keeping the demands of the law. That was the glory of the Lord. The glory of the light of Jesus was evident as he healed the sick and as he raised the dead and as he fed the hungry. When Jesus was cast into the darkness of separation from his heavenly Father on the cross, all for you and for me, there was the glory of the Lord. And then when he radiated victoriously on Easter morning, having conquered death and guaranteeing that God had, sac had accepted his sacrifice for sin, that's the amazing glory of the Lord. This glorious gospel, the good news of great joy, born for us so many years ago, glows in the darkness of this world in which we are trapped. And you know, light always takes the place of darkness. The light of Christ replaces the darkness of sin. That's why during his ministry, Jesus was able to say, I'm the light of the world. He who follows me will, will never walk in darkness but we'll have the light of life. Well, today on this Christmas Eve, 2020, the good news of great joy continues to radiate over all of us. Jesus Christ has shined into your spiritual darkness to assure you now that there is no darkness that he cannot defeat. In the light of Jesus, your sins are forgiven. In the light of Jesus, you know that even though one day, unless Jesus comes again, your life is going to come to an end. Yet through him, you will live forever. There's a comforting thought that I'd like to share with you from Psalm 112, verses 4 and 7. Here's what it says. When darkness overcomes, boy, that's our world. Light will come bursting in. And here's the result. And he, that is he who experiences the light of God, does not fear bad news, nor live in the dread of what will happen. For he is settled in his mind that God will take care of him. Isn't that a great promise? For the light and the glory of Jesus Christ, our newborn King, comes bursting forth today. The darkness and despair of sin is replaced by the light of God's grace in Jesus. So that as this passage says, we know that God's got it under control, everything.
And we don't live in fear of bad news or live in the dread of what might happen. And as a result of your faith relationship with Jesus Christ, your Savior, who brings light, God wants to settle in your mind that he will take care of you. And for those of us who have experienced the light of God's grace in Jesus, we just can't keep the light to ourselves. We're called to share that light. Isaiah writes to the people of God, Arise, shine, for your light has come. The light of Christ has shined into us so that now it can shine through us. We are the ones who arise and shine. And you know, the only way to get rid of darkness is to add more light. And that's why God uses you and me. There's something different about you. Your light in Jesus shines forth here in central Indiana and wherever you are. Look again at the shepherds. It says in verse 17, when they had seen him, that's Jesus, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And verse 20, the shepherds returned glorifying, shining the light of Jesus, that's what that means, and praising God for all that they had seen and heard. Jesus says in Matthew 5, verse 16, Now let your light so shine before others that they can see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. The best part of it all is we don't have to be like this light bulb. The light bulb uh, said to itself, I need a way to shine. And uh, so the the light bulb went to a self-help meeting to learn its inner capacity for light. It searched on the internet to, to find out how it could shine and how it could get even brighter. And each morning the light bulb would get up and recite positive affirmations. I am a light bulb. I believe in myself. I will shine. But nothing happened. But eventually the light bulb became weary and discouraged and began doubting who it was and what it could do. But one day the light bulb was carefully placed into a fixture. And light burst forth and filled the room. And the light finally understood that the key was not to try harder or to think better. The key was to plug into the right source. Well, this Christmas Eve, even though it's so different, and even though there's so much darkness around us in our world and even in us as a result of sin, God comes to plug you into the light, the light of his grace, the light that is the good news of great joy that comes to us in the person of the only begotten Son of the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. The light that plugs you into the grace of God, assuring you that your sins are forgiven, and that he has defeated the darkness of that sin through his glorious resurrection. What kind of light? The light that assures you of the sure and certain hope that something better is coming, that you're in God's hands, and that nothing, not even death, can ever separate you from God's love in Jesus. Which light? Finally, it's the light that not only shines to you, but now shines through you. Friend, if truly trusting in Jesus Christ for meaning and hope and light in your life is a first for you this Christmas, praise be to God. You're plugged into the light. Let your light shine. If you have celebrated the light of Christ from the time of your baptism, which you can't even remember, maybe as a little baby, and you continue to trust him for light and life. Praise be to God. You're plugged into the light. Let your light shine.
And when it seems like darkness is crowding in on you, remember the one light that will never go out, the light that will never be overcome, the light that will never fade away. And so may the light of Christ shine brightly in you and through you. Amen.